Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! My name is Nick. And my name is Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! The cave is dark, damp. You stare into it and wonder, is this it? Is this where you trail off and reevaluate your life choices? Hmm. You didn't believe the legends, but they piqued your curiosity enough to venture out into the hills of, well, this is a name I should have looked up how to pronounce because it is English. You speak English. I do, but do I? <laughs> okay. Leicestershire. Light, Leicestershire. Sure. The Dane Hills. I mean, was this smart? Especially after the news reports. Oh. What are you doing here? I don't know. I don't watch the news. Well, you saw... Probably I did one time and was like, whoa, I should check this out. <laughs> yeah, I need to go. I'm going to catch a plane ticket. I'm going to fly to England. Yeah. Again, was this wise as you stare into the cave? Your courage wavers. So, uh, about those news reports, a couple of children have went missing over the past two weeks. And I flew out here to find them? You are interested. It's crass to assume they went missing from this legend, but you love folklore. Mm -hmm. So your interest, again, like I said, it was peaked. Plus, you have this tendency to gravitate toward the macabre. Why? What is wrong with you? I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, you're looking at this cave. Uh And everything is quiet. Very quiet. You continue to stare at the cave entrance. The giant oak standing in front lets you know you are in the right place. Did it tell me that? According to the legends. You know a little bit. Like, you don't know about this, but in here you know a little bit. Okay. So we're doing a little weird. The tree didn't just lean over and go, no, you're you're in the right place. Hey, buddy. (laughs) You're here. No. All right. I recognize landmarks. You do. Here we are. But it is still quiet until it is not. You hear a weird grinding sound, a coarse rubbing. How do you feel about a coarse rubbing? I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds sandpapery. It's, uh, it's not exactly great. It sounds like it's a lot, got a lot of grit. Yeah, it does have a lot of grit, and it's just like grinding, and just like it's loud. It unnerves you. The sun is beginning to set. So again, you're in the woods, but this like dark cave with this weird, creepy oak tree. This I, you, you are uh, grinding noise. 
and this grinding noise is very loud and it seems very close. So uh, you consider your curiosity satiated? Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. Okay, more Weird. than I thought. I'm gonna leave. You begin your hike back into town. You return to the inn where you are staying, and you tuck yourself into your cute little bed. Just, yep. All right. Well, I, that I'm was done. fun. And I came good out here to me and tuck myself in. I'm out. Gonna read this little book here. Yeah, just do 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 do. I'm getting sleepy. Mm-hmm. As you begin to drift off. You hear a loud shriek. What is it? I don't know what the fuck that was. It sounds like a woman. What is it? Is that? Is it a woman? It's loud, but it sounds like it's a couple miles away, maybe? I don't know. You're bad at guessing these things. It's loud. I'm going to go back to reading my book. You're like, do-do-do, yep. minding my business. Mm-hmm. Just shaking your t- getting in the covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, plump up that pillow. Yep. Flip it over well, and get the cool side. Yeah. Oh, this feels nice. Mm-hmm. Well, you did fly out here because you thought this folklore was weird and you wanted to go check it out after you heard about these missing kids. You're doing wild shit here. <laughs> so you are, you are though, yeah. a curious person, as we have already established. Mm-hmm. It's the whole reason you are here. So you look through the abnormally small window of your room. Why is it so tiny? It's a great question. And you see the tenant across the street covering the outside of his own small window. Why is his window so tiny? But the bizarre behavior continued as this individual covers up his little tiny window and strings up a collection of herbs above it. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about that? Just looking out your window. Got a lot of questions here, I can Maybe tell. He's getting ready to make a soup. Maybe outside of his window, just hanging it up. Oh, it's outside his window. Yeah, he's outside. I mean, he could be inside too, but you wouldn't have seen the herbs. Oh. The herbs. The herbs. So he's hanging up the herbs outside of his window. Uh, and he's covering his window with um like a like a covering, you know. That seems suspect. Yeah, very strange, you think. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, do you ask him? Yeah. It's like he just looks over at you. And he's just like, why is our, why is my window so tiny? He is. This man just looks at you. He recognizes your American accent. And he just shakes his head. Oh, shit. And goes about his business and then walks back inside. Oh, 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 why is your window so tiny? <laughs> he looks back. He's like, are you French? Uh-huh. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um, he's like, he's even more confused. This man's like, shit. I don't have time for I'm this. I'm in England, aren't I? God damn it. <laughs> You're insane in this universe. I just love what I've set up here. <laughs> it's the insane alarm. The insane alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You're tired. As you start to drift away, you're hearing. Oh, go ahead. To sleep? Yeah, you're trying to, you're trying okay. to fall asleep. Yeah, you, you go lay back down I again. You said drift away. That could mean a lot of things. Yeah, nothing nothing okay. weirder than this. You, you know. Get in your comfy little bed with your comfy little blanket, your comfy little pillow as you walk away from your comfy little window and you just lay down. Again, why is that window so small? It's strange. Yeah. As you start to drift away, you're hearing that grinding again. Hmm. It's loud. It's really irritating. Yes. Am I grinding my teeth in my sleep? Yeah, it's not you, though. I didn't fall asleep, though. It does kind of remind you of grinding teeth, which is, that's weird. Oh, oh that's strange. It gets louder. 
until it feels like it is right outside your window. That window. The one we've been talking about. The one I should have maybe hung herbs outside of? Yeah. It's an older building, so let's it's so like the wind but like we'll say it has like a you know, like a window pane. Like garlic he was hanging, was it? Ah, you couldn't tell. Hmm. So uh again the grinding sound gets closer out the window. You sit up in your bed, but as you rise, your eyes are distracted. So you're like, Okay, what's this? You're just kinda looking. Your eyes are distracted by a long thin finger and then you see fingers oh okay <laughs> open up your window well you didn't know it wasn't locked that sucks for you shit <laughs> that sucks Ugh. the fingers slowly pull back out of the window so like it opens it up and then like they just kind of like them? They, you're too far away damn it <laughs> i mean if you want to get up and go by the window that's your own choice you want to go over there and look at it not really okay stay in bed i'm just gonna do the yeah Hide under the cover, just, just like, move. Just pull it up by your like eyes, like yep. okay. Can't see me if I can't see it. It's a good, it's a good philosophy. Yep. So the fingers kind of gently slide out, but then it happens. A thin, bluish hand protrudes through the opening and begins moving around, moving about, as if it was looking for something bluish, anything. Trap those long, thin fingers around. It's a blue hand with long claws on the end. Oh. It's a human hand. It's a hand. It's a hand. Human-ish hand, yeah. Humanoid hand. It's a human hand, yeah. It's got five fingers. Okay. Four fingers, thumb, you know the deal. Uh, now you see that. How do you feel about that? What are you thinking here? Uh, well, if there's... Hmm. Yeah. Immediately, I... Yeah, myself, you. Correct. I want to grab a drumstick and hit it on the knuckles. Okay. I don't know if I have that. Mm, if you randomly decided to go somewhere to just kind of check out a spot where you heard about some folklore, would you have brought a drumstick with you? Mm, probably not. What would you have brought with you? Depends. Um, you plan to flying go, or driving? Um, you flew there, so you plan to go into the woods, but of course... Oh, shit. I don't got any of my good stuff then. Yeah, probably not a knife of any kind. No. Or, yeah. Now you realize, again, after remembering that none of your sharp instruments are... Um, slap. I slap then. You, uh, you get up and try to slap the hand. Yeah, I'm going to slap the hand. <laughs> you get up and you, uh, you slap the hand. Then you realize things are more dire than you had imagined. Because as you slap the hand, it spazzes out and it tries to claw you. You pull it away. Is it connected to a wrist or anything? Oh yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's, a, it's, it's part of it's, it's okay. part of an arm. All like right. something's reaching yeah. in. Yeah, something's right. reaching in. So then it flails around, it tries to get you, but it can't. Uh-huh. Interesting. Why can't it get you? I don't know. I'm gonna shut the window on it though. Oh, we didn't. We mentioned the window's kind of tiny. Shit, the tiny ass window. Why is it so tiny? Can't get in, can it? Finding nothing to pierce, the hand leaves the window, and the grinding sound goes with it. Huh. So then you're just like, well, well, close the window, make sure it's locked. I guess I'm going to bed. How fast did you fall asleep after this? I wouldn't. <laughs> so you're up all night. Yeah. And then uh, you go to the, uh, perhaps the local inn, turn on some, uh, or I mean, you go to the lobby of the inn you're at, or you go to like a pub, whatever. 
in the afternoon, mid-afternoon, whatever. The next day, you learn another child has gone missing. You realize now the folklore you doubted yesterday, but again, the entire reason you flew over here again, you're nuts. Yeah, you're being crazy. You're a lunatic. (laughs) This can't be real. I'm going to go prove it. This is nuts. And then you're like, I don't know if I, this can't be. You're back and forth. Like you're on the fences back and you're like a teeter totter in this situation. This isn't real. Oh, it's creepy. This can't be real. Oh God, I slapped the hand. Oh God, what's going on? But now you know. Black anise was real. Black. What? Go ahead. Anise. Like anise? Like the herb? Anise, maybe. A-N-I-S? It's how it's spelled. Yeah. So anise? Like the licorice herb? Uh... Your knowledge is good here because maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll go with Annie's then. Last night, again, this is like your suspicions. Last night, she snatched a child from a window large enough for her to get through. You learned the reason for your tiny little window. And many windows in the town were as small as yours to prevent her access. But I guess one window wasn't small enough or one kid wasn't big enough and she found her prey. Now, we've established what you're up to in this dimension. You are one hell of a curious individual. Yep. Got some choices here. What do you think you do in this situation? These are your two choices. Do you leave town and discontinue to live a happy life and just put this behind you? Or do you venture into the woods to see if the other part of her legend is true? No, I'm doubling down at this point. All right, good. Because I was like, you leave. All is good. Enjoy your flight. Stay spooky, everybody. We're done. Hmm. But you go into the woods. Mm-hmm. You stay. You were unable to carry any of your instruments with you, so you do what you can to uh, acquire some devices. You carry a club and a knife with you, and you head back out to the hills, but not alone. There was other guys there chilling. Other guys getting pissed that this thing is eating children or kidnapping them. You assume eating because, oh my, I mean, what does the person, what does the thing do with children once it steals them? A horrible claw. Eats them. Monster. Obviously. Right, right. So three locals accompany you, carrying similar instruments, and you head back out. Back to the hills. Back to the cave. Back to the oak tree. Your party is cautious. But caution can only take you so far. And you are curious. And I guess a maniac. Yeah. You walk. How much of a maniac? You walk. You're back in the woods and you guys have gone to the cave. You walk right up to the cave mouth and peer in it. What Uh are you doing? Hello? It was four to five feet wide and seven to eight feet deep, as far as you can tell. It's not a very big cave. No. It might have been even... It might have even been filled in a little bit more hmm. since like the ancient times. Sure. One man in your group recites a poem he had memorized by local 18th century poet, John Herrick Jr. So this guy might be a little bit of a maniac too. <laughs> Tis said the soul of mortal man recoiled to view black Anise's eye. So fierce and wild vast talons, Foul with human flesh, there grew in place of hands and features livid blue. 
glared in her visage whilst her obscene waist, warm skins of human victims, close embraced. Not without terror, they the cave survey, where hung the monstrous trophies of her sway. Tis said that in the lock large rooms were found, scooped with her claws beneath the flinty ground. All right, so that's a poem. Yeah. Uh, so you, along with the rest of the party, just kind of look at this guy who just recited this like it was no big deal, kind of wide-eyed. Couldn't you have warned us of that beforehand? <laughs> yeah. How do you? Yeah. How do you feel about that? You know, maybe this isn't the kind of mood we need right now. One of the other men with you say, "Like, uh, what are we doing here? This is just stuff we're busting out right now." Because, like, you know, part of the story, like, there might be a thing out there, but you don't like know all about the thing. Again, right. you're just an explorer. You're like Magellan. You don't even know. You're just going nuts. I'm just like, what's over there? <laughs> Buy a plane ticket, fly over. <laughs> I love this universe. <laughs> Uh, the, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you get there, you're scared, you go back into town. Uh, there's things I didn't know about over here. Shit. Then you see this blue hand in the window, and you're like, that's fucked up. Next day, you go back into the woods to try to hunt it. It's like, what are we doing? Oh, man. Knowing you are not a local. Oh, no. Well, before that, uh, the man who recited the poem says, maybe this is exactly the kind of mood we need we need right now again maybe this is exactly the mood we need right now and again to your point hey man you could have told me that before we went to the woods mm-hmm. that all sounded fucked up uh knowing you're not a local this man looks at you and continues black anise has stalked this town for centuries who or what she really is has been lost to time where does her legend start in the 15th century, it is said a Dominican nun by the name of Agnes Scott lived out of a cave in these very hills and ran a leper colony. The, she ran a leper colony? Yeah, she's like helping people out with these lepers, yeah. The Swithland Church has a plaque and a three-foot statue of her in her honor. Was Black Anise a twisted version of this nun who in life was referred to as a, quote, hermit of the forest? You squinted him. All you knew was that Black Anise was a monster who feasted on flesh and children, maybe? Question mark. You didn't know exactly, and you didn't know any connection to like real people involved here. Can you just explore? You are a wild person. This man goes on to talk about her connection to the Norse goddess Hell and the ancient Irish god Danu, or Anu. Hence her association with Black Anise. You know the Anu Anise they connect that together. Uh, Again, Anu was a Celtic mother goddess. But beyond that reverence, a.k.a. seemingly being very important, just as a overall Celtic legend, like no stories of speci- or specific mythology of her seem to exist. It's oh. just like a god like we know about, but like what was she all about? I don't know. But like they know the name, it's attached to stuff. Like, like that's about mystery. it. Literal god of mystery. So did... Again... Did she transform into this beast? The man continues, and you wonder if this is really the time and the place for this long explanation. He begins to tell you about an old custom that has gone out of fashion. About 18th century-ish. This monster has sometimes been said to transform into a large cat 
and been referred to as Cat Anna. Because of this, the tradition was as follows. To celebrate the conclusion of the most dreary season. Again, in spring. When spring's upon us. A deceased feline coated in aniseed, an herb that is very similar in flavor and taste to licorice, was dragged in front of a pack of dogs in this very spot in front of Black Anise's bower, the name of her cave. It was believed that Black Anise had tunnels from her lair that would lead her travel to the mayor of the town's home. It was a castle, little underground tunnels. Again, they licorished up a dead cat and dragged it so dogs could chase it. Yeah. You were horrified. Or I assume so. Does that horrify you? How do you feel about that? Uh... Just dragging dead kids right now. Uh, no, it's they don't do anymore, oh. but they did. Well, what, and it was like right where you were standing. Where did I fly to? What time? Uh, you where you flew to? Yeah, consider like modernish. Like right, the, I'm a like, little, I'm a little upset about it then. <laughs> I'm like, wow. What if, uh, what if it was like a hundred years ago? How'd you feel about it then? Mm. You'd be like crazy. I'm like, wow, they're feeding that cat to that dog. That's fine. Yeah, because I mean, I'm imagining all the other fucked up shit you would have seen. Like, eh. <laughs> There's no TV. What can you do? Again, you're horrified. But then the third man joining you, who was previously quiet, chimes in. Did you hear about the story Ruth Tongue was told? I mean, you're still trying to process and stomach the cat story. And you're like, no. No. I just bought a ticket and came over here to have fun. Yeah, I, I came here to find these things that I now find terrifying. <laughs> I'm regretting everything. I mean, I'm rethinking everything that yeah. I'm doing. Little uh, wave of regret. The man continues. Two kids were sent out to gather sticks by their jerk of a stepmother. And as they collected their bundles, the sun began to set. They believed they were safe as the sun, they were told, would turn black Annie's to stone. Well, eventually, Black Anise made her debut, and unable to outrun her with their sticks, the kids tossed their sticks down, causing Black Anise to like stumble and trip over him, causing her great pain. She's like, "Oh shit, this hurts!" So that forced her back Should to have her. Worn my heels. This is dumb. Why did I dress for? I should. I wasn't dressed for murder. She stumbled on them and was cut up. And then she was forced back to her bower to recover. But her recovery was fast, though, and she quickly caught up to the kids oh, damn. at their home. Yeah, she's just like Whoa. booking it. Yeah, back and there, and kids are maybe slower. Um, but once there, once maybe they home. Went back to pick up the sticks or something. Maybe. Like, oh, we got to try. That could have been. Yeah. But once there, their dad plunged an axe into her head. Oh, shit. She started to escape, shrieking, Blood, blood. She's just yelling, Blood. Not ow my head. No, she's like, blood, blood. I don't know if she wants blood or she sees her own blood. Mm-hmm. It's like, blood. But just as the toll of the Christmas bells began, she collapsed and uh, died, like in front of her cave. Huh. So, so, like, you think to yourself, I probably should have done more research before messing around here. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> It's, it's weird, so funny. This to is me a weird that. vacation. It's so funny. Somebody <laughs> just did this. I was like, oh, no. You mean there's a bunch of missing kids in this English village I've never been to? I should go visit. Them. It might be a monster. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do this? 
as I was running, I was like, this is insane. <laughs> but you quickly regain your composure. Your curiosity is a defining feature. Your resolve even more so. So you like chime in, you say something. So uh, if we take out her head, we can kill her, yeah? The man then says, if that axe had worked, she wouldn't still be around, would she? You're like, oh, fuck, you're right. Okay. Sure. You all pause. And then you hear the grinding again. Only now it is directly above you. And before you can react, a spindly, blue-skinned, black-haired woman descends from the oak tree and eviscerates the man who had recounted the last story. Oh, shit. Blood covers you and the survivors. But they don't survive for long. Using her long claws, their flesh stands no chance. It's bad news. Amongst the frenzy, you get a glimpse. Yes, only a glimpse. But this glimpse is very clear. You see her face. Her hair is long, disheveled, and her skin a cold blue. Glowing eyes. Sharp teeth. She is very tall. You fix it on that, and then you stare closer at her face. Is she missing an eye? Is the one she has left basically translucent? A creature fully adapted to life within the dark? Around her waist is a weird patchwork skirt or garment. You can't tell what it is made out of. Things are way too chaotic. In this split second, you realize the grinding you heard yesterday and the grinding you had just heard before her descent was her teeth. Well, she, she grinds her teeth, huh? She really does. She grinds them hard. You can hear them from, like, blocks away. She grinds them while snarling, her eyes fixated on you. As she looks at you, the last of your compatriots, still alive, plunges his knife into her neck. She shrieks, and it sounds like the same shriek you heard last night. A bit more distressed and a bit more loud because, again, it's right in your fucking face. She then stabs him in the face, you know, with her uh, claws. Just right through his head. Yep. Just fine. And then you're like, are her claws made of iron? Maybe. As this happens, you bolt away and take cover. But you are a curious person. You remain. Where'd she go? And watch her drag the three corpses into her cave. Oh. Uh, you pull out your binoculars. You had those. You got those at some point. And oh. bear witness to pure abomination. She begins to suck the blood out of each of her captives. And then strips these husks of men of their skin. Hmm. How do you feel about that? I think she's going to make a jacket or something. Yeah, you, you suddenly realize what her garment was made out of. You then see her leave her cave and hang her newly acquired skin from her oak tree. Oh, yeah, she's tanning that leather for sure. When she does this, you see that her skirt is made of tanned human flesh. Mm-hmm. Just you, as I suspected. I see. I knew. I knew. You fear this is where the missing children have gone. Ooh. Your fear would be correct. 
then, at the worst possible moment, you fumble. A twig snaps under your shoe. Uh Her neck turns. Your eyes meet. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Because in this universe, you're a psychopath. Uh Uh-oh, hey. (laughs) Hi. Hello. She barrels toward you. Uh, Greetings, hello. I uh, seem to have made a wrong turn. Yeah, when I bought that plane ticket and came over here and decided to fuck with things that I should not have been fucking with. You think to yourself, why the hell do I have to be so damn curious? (laughs) Uh, End scene. That is a dramatization of the research I did for the English witch hag monster. Another witch hag monster. Black. In my head, I was saying Anis, but Anis is right. Probably with the licorice connection, too. Yeah. Uh, Most likely. Right? That checks out. Yeah. It's star Anis, I think, is what... uh, I think you can say it both ways, though. You think so? I think so. All right, cool. Then I don't feel as bad or guilty. Yeah. But still, the the fact that you brought the licorice, I was like... Let's go for a ride. Because, yeah. Because I think Anise is spelled A-N-I-S-E. Yeah. I forget what you said. Uh, A-N-N-I-S. Yeah. And, like, the aniseed is the stuff that, like... It's similar. Yeah, right. I'm thinking it goes both ways, though. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Black Anise is nothing to... uh, I mean, she's fucking cool. Yeah, she she's, sounds terrifying. She is very horrifying. Filleting people and wearing their skins. Yep, and uh, is a bluish cave monster. And the the town had windows designed especially small so she just can't get in. Yeah, that was weird. I know. Like, I like that. As yeah. soon as you said that, I was like, that's a weird thing to say. It's awkward, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, what's that about? But she, again, is another tale, you know, again, a lesson character. The dangers of like wandering into the woods. Like, don't go in the woods or this fucking. Especially don't go into random caves. No, you have no idea what's in there. Caves are especially dangerous. Yeah. I mean, there are holes that can fall on you. There could be creatures in there, like just like There's animals. Like deposits of just CO carbon monoxide. Yeah. That you can be like, just, oh, I walked into this cave and can't breathe and I'm dead. They pass out and then you just sit there and die. Yeah. Like instantly. Yep. It's, uh, caves aren't anything to mess with. So, I mean, if you're if you're trying to create a creature from the ground up to maybe make a kid think twice about going to a cave, it's not a bad one. No. Going to the woods, not great. And going then, to a cave, really not great. No, nope. living in a cave, hunting people from the trees, grinding her teeth, hanging skin from trees. The grinding thing was weird. Yeah. The grinding thing had me wondering what was going on. Yeah. It's another, like, weird little tidbit. I said grinding teeth as, like, a joke. Yeah, and I was like, good. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was, though. Yeah. Hmm. And, like, imagine, because they're supposed to be, like, sharp and pointy, like any old witch hag monster. So, like, imagine, like, sharp, pointy teeth, just, like, and then real loud, you know? Like, ugh. But, like, yeah, another another scary witch hag monster. And then it's hanging the skin from the trees and just, like, nowhere to be. This is not where you want to go. Yeah, just tanning leather. Yeah. On an oak tree. And I mean, I did, I did put us, you know, give a, give ourselves a little mess. There was like no, there's like no mess that's was readable, but like in this situation, that's exactly what would happen. And then I wanted to use those guys to demonstrate like what she does to people. But like, usually she, she's a kid hunter. She kills kids and hunts kids. 
your little team was like fucking around, so they found out. But like, she hunts and eats kids. Yeah. Mainly. So, uh, she's intense. Yeah. So, like, bad time. if, uh, so just before we get to a quick little epilogue here, um, Black Anis, Anis charging you. Do you got her or are you done? What do you think? You done? Do I have her? Yeah, no, can you get her? I think, you think, I think you're done? that's it. That I think sucks. I'm done. All right. Well, here's an epilogue from monster.wiki because I was looking for more information on like the place as it is. And so this is what, uh, this is what monster wiki had about this part. Her cave was filled with dirt late into the 19th century, possibly literally burying black and East forever. However, this is unlikely due to several factors. One being that as a hag, again, this is just them spitballing. She would be an immortal being and able to adapt quite well, even to the current world, which is of course, that's fucking horrifying. She just, like, melds into, like, modern society. Uh, secondly, by the end of the 19th century, she had started to go under, again, the name Cat Anna and then was said to live under the cellars of the Leicester Castle where a supposed subterranean passage connected said castle with the Dane Hills, where she ran. Huh. In addition to losing her cave, Black Anise would also lose her territory entirely in the modern age since the once sparse hillside is now a large... Housing estate. And of course, I'm just taking this for its word. I didn't dive further in to see if this place was actually totally inhabited. But there's like pictures of like her supposed cave. So like if it's surrounded by things or, you know, if it's part of the land where house, a house was built. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This means if she still resides on the earthly plane, she is restricted to those underground passages doing her dark deeds in a much more restrained manner to avoid detection by the ever-growing modern world. Waiting for the day... The world may return to a state more suited for her kind to roam once more. Again, I included that little bit from Monster Wiki talking about where her home is and what, you know, what it might in fact be. Not much of a cave at all, maybe these days. Sure. But uh, yeah, sources, whitedragon.org, some Wikipedia, mythology, mythology, wow, mythologyplanet.com, that's Black Anise. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, dramatization of the story of uh, Black Anise, a English woodland witch hag monster who may be connected to Norse gods herself, um, other Celtic gods, and uh, might in fact turn into a cat and live in tunnels. Yeah. She's got a lot going on, She's and I had never heard about her in any of my dives, and that gave me hope for finding new things I haven't heard about. Because I had no idea she existed. Yep. I mean, that's basically the gist of her, which is why I, you know, made a dramatization. Because like, but that's like, it's she's great. So what she does, like, it's she's 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 a creature that I had not heard about before. Yeah, for sure. So if anybody has a, uh, if anybody's seen the Black Anise and uh, Luther tell about it, or if you're gonna get a cat and you name it Anise, that's wild. That's a wild idea. Uh, let me know. Let us know. Let me and Zach know at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, support the show by leaving us a review where you're able to do such a thing. We appreciate that. It helps push the show up there. And you can follow us on uh, the Instagram. And uh, things do get posted. Uh, I did set up a while ago. Do get posted to the Facebook, I was reminded. So those get double posted there. But Instagram is where all the posts start. And then uh, support us on patreon.com slash weirdandfeared where uh, me and Zach keep chilling after episodes. In a series we call Behind the Veil, where we kind of sit, chill, 
keep talking about the uh, the episode or just whatever's on our mind. Just yep. hanging out. Yeah. So yeah, do that. We're well into the uh, the new month of uh, January of 2024, which is wild. Because of course, saying that, and then when it gets released, it's time travel, baby. Time travel. So let's go. Keep that in mind. Let's go and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.